Welcome to the Scare Guys Show. I've got a question for you. Does the T-1000 Terminator watch porn? We'll tell you what the actor Robert Patrick told us. Plus more from this weekend's Terminator 2 panel, the marquee event of Son of Monster Palooza convention, which was so great. Many of the stars and creators discussed James Cameron's classic thriller masterpiece, and we got so much more information from this weekend. Plus, we've got news about Halloween Horror Nights and the final Supernatural Day, which occurred just this past Friday the 13th. This week on The Scare Guy Show. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. We talk movies. Welcome to the Scare Guys Show. We are so glad that you guys are with us and starting your week with us. We had a great weekend and we have a room full of some of the best people I know. I am Jim, but here's everybody else. Hi everyone, it's, <laughs> it's Katie Christine, aka so. the final girl of the Scare Guy and a host at After Buzz. Congratulations! Hey. And but just you guys didn't know that. social media person for the Scare Guy as well. Hold, hold for applause. Hold for applause. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's me, Ben Cleaver. Uh, oh, thank you very much. Uh, actor, comedian, regular host, and sometime contributor to Kanga <laughs> and Scare Guy at B-E-N-K-L-I-E-W-E-R on social media. And people, you may be wondering, Ben, why do you have this red party cup? We're all wondering. And the answer is quite simple. Because whenever Ben Cleaver shows up, it's always a party. Nice. Who's on the couch? <laughs> I'm Cheeseman on the couch here with thescareguy.com. What are you wearing, dude? I'm wearing 3D glasses because I was just at Son of Monster Palooza and got myself a nice Jaws 3D thing that you can actually, it goes in 3D with the 3D glasses, and they came with four pairs. I got this one and the creature of the black but it's like the old school 3d not old, like the real yeah, d thing right. no yeah not not the new uncomfortable ones they give you at the theater <laughs> when i was a kid back in the day when i walked to school and listen what were you gonna say well i was gonna say luke i thought you were just either cosplaying david tennant's 10th doctor who or that one guy from biff's gang in back to the future i was thinking of that when we do another back to the future show i should totally wear these all right. There you go, butthead. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, when I was a little kid, my parents, they let us stay up late to watch Creature from the Black Lagoon in 3D on television. We had to go to the local 7-Eleven or Circle K to get our 3D glasses. It was a big promotion. What's the, what's the phrase? There's something afoot at the Circle K. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For those of you who don't know, let me just explain a little bit. We are the Scare Guy Show, but we're also, we're basically the same team that puts together the Con Guy Show. We're all one big team. What? What? And the Con Guy is all about news of fandoms and Comic-Cons, and the Scare Guy is the scarier side of the Con Guy. In other words, horror conventions and all that good, fun horror stuff. I'm saying this because I have a Con Guy announcement to make. And if you guys are in Burbank this weekend, if anybody's around Burbank in Southern California, come join us for this weekend's Batman Day party. Some of us are going to be at Black Cat Comics in Burbank, California. Holy bat parties, let's celebrate the Cape Crusader on Batman Day with cosplay, superhero bingo, comedy, trivia, and more. It's all to raise money for comic books for kids. We'll be there with the movie guys. You've seen um, seen them here on the show. Cosplay comedy, some of those guys have been here on the show. And, of course, Retro Batman, who has also been here on the show. 
So we will be and there. I just may be dressed up as Robin again. He just may. Are you going to be Penguin? No, I'm not. Yes, I'm going to be. The, I'm going to be the kind no. of guy. I might dress up as Poison Ivy. Yes, yes, Thank Kate you. is coming. Yeah. That would yeah. be fantastic. Okay, then you got to dress up. And are, also, you, are you coming? Oh, Ben I, has another I, cool I, thing he's yeah. doing. I don't know if I'm coming or not, just because I go to Wasteland weekend next week, and uh, I have I'm going out on Monday, and so it's kind of crunch time. But I did many moons ago sign up for the Batman 5K that is occurring at 6 p.m. in uh, downtown Los Angeles. Same day, right? Same day. Celebrating on Saturday. Batman Day. Celebrating Batman Day, nice. absolutely. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and uh, it's kind of a thing for me just because I used to do a lot of half marathons, and then I got really bad arthritis in both of my knees. Ooh. And so I had to go to physical therapy and then um, it just worked? keep... It did work. And then just keep... And then I didn't keep it up, and then they got worse again, and then I had to re-exercise them on my own. And uh, so now I'm back up again to doing a 5K, which is a, a far cry from a half marathon, but I'm pretty excited to do it. And my buddy Gabe, who I work with, is going to be running it with me, so I'm pretty nice. excited about that. I think it's awesome. That is fantastic. Anyways, we just wanted to get that little bit of geek and nerd news Are you going to run Batman style? Like the yeah, movie. the whole time. <laughs> Just Batman and Robin side by side. Yeah. Oh, did you ever see that video with Batman and Robin running really fast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that one. But uh, we just wanted to make sure you guys knew it is this coming Saturday. It's from 2 to 5. There's going to be a whole lot of fun down there at the Burbank location of Black Cat Comics. Um, if you have any questions about it, just shoot us in, shoot us um, a note on social media, and one of us will, will jump on that. Anyways, we're going to switch back over to the scare guy right now, and this is what we're going to be covering tonight. The big event at, towards the end of our podcast tonight, we are going to be talking about the Terminator panel at Monster Son of Monster Palooza. We had a blast. It, we were in the front row. I was surprised how many people were part of this panel. Because, you know, Center Monster Palooza is a small, intimate kind of mm -hmm. monster convention. But, boy, they did pack a lot into there. It, it's, it's a lot of fun. So we'll be talking about that the second half of the show. But first, we're going to talk about a couple of events that are coming up. Katie's going to take us through a couple of things at Halloween Horror Nights. And what's the shirt you're wearing? Supernatural Day. Super, we can't see it. We can't yeah, see it. Yeah, I know. It's hard to see it. <laughs> I think we have a graphic of it later. All right, so cool. That we can show, so. But anyways, before we jump into that, Katie, you are also attending something kind of creepy and spooky this weekend. What is that? Yeah, the Rated R Speakeasy. What is that? So it's a pop-up, I guess, event that they do, they're do. they doing for two days on the 20th and the 21st, and I forgot the company that's doing it, mm -hmm. but they're basically, they do a, they rent out a location, and they don't tell you the location until you get your tickets, like it's super like quiet on the lowdown, and then they're going to have like aerial bartenders, monsters walking around, cocktails, horror films, things like that, like a whole bunch of horror stuff, go-go um, dancers, it's pretty cool sounding so i'm pretty pretty excited about it yeah we have some videos on our website from last year's event that uh carrie lane she went there and she saw it for us and it looked like it's pretty cool and it's a horror themed yeah drinking event yes. basically is what it is and ben you were mentioning you're going to something as well like this yeah we're going to the i totally just forgot the name of it wait so, i had it it's uh, the some has the word spirit in it it's the spirits spirited <laughs> spirit lost wait. spirits no, that's the distillery. Oh, Although that's, that's also worth it too. You're right, right, right. Oh, let's see. Can you do it? Can you do it? Five, four, three, two. House of Spirits. Yes. Cocktail soiree. That's what it's called. House the House of Spirits, of Spirits so cocktail House soiree. House of Spirits in multiple ways, right? Exactly. Alcohol and spirits, I love right? that. Love what? That. Yeah. So it's supposed to be like really spooky, and I think. Um, 
it's almost like uh, I mean they have cocktails and everything and then I think they from what I understand they kind of take you on this uh, staged tour through a, a haunted location and there are actors playing characters and stuff like that so I'm looking forward to it it should be pretty fun that looks great and real quick before we jump into the events coming up you mentioned um, Wasteland Weekend what yeah. is that so Wasteland Weekend a lot of people refer to it as Burning Man for nerds yeah I've found that a more accurate description is post-apocalyptic renaissance fair <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah so this is going to be the 10th year that they've had this festival it's a desert festival uh, based Basically, everyone has to be in theme as far as at least wardrobe goes, and we all go out and camp out at this um, piece of land that's owned by the the organization out by California City, and uh, it is a post-apocalyptic Mad Max slash Fallout slash a boy and his dog slash <laughs> any post-apocalyptic movie you can think of themed event, and uh, there are all sorts of. Uh, activities going on. There's a st there's a main stage that's going to have bands and DJs. There's the jugger match uh, matches, which is a sport. It's a post-apocalyptic style sport that people actually train for on teams year round, huh. and it's <laughs> effing violent. Like they they wear pads and stuff, but they're like it's it's like a ball game, but they are like is it hitting like a rugby type. Yeah, but they've got like sticks that they hit each other with wow. and they pick each other up and throw each other and that sort of thing. It's almost like a more violent field hockey. Thunderdome? Yeah, there is a Thunderdome mm -hmm. uh, that you can sign up for and fight in. Uh, instead of having actual weapons, they give you like <laughs> Nerf bats. But you're still like, just like the movie, suspended by bungee cables and they push you at each other. And it you have to sign a waiver before you go in there because people That's can get awesome. hurt. Cool. And if he finds the time, because he's going to be pretty busy, Ben is going to be bringing us back a full report of about Wasteland, and I'm really looking forward to that. Absolutely. Gonna I'm going to try to get some video if I can. Yeah. Uh, it's like some people bring cameras out there, but it's so dusty and yeah. stuff. But you are literally camping out in the desert. Like you have to bring gear to survive and gear to play. So yep. it's it's pretty fun, <laughs> though. It's This will be my fourth year. This will be Brianna's third year. Um, yeah, it's 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 a blast. All do you right. know how you're going to dress and, yet? Oh, yeah. Of course they I do. Have, are you going to have a mustache? Are you going to do I'm something gonna, crazy? I'm going to shave the chin, and I'm going to have basically a handlebar mutton chop thing going on. Yeah. My nice. character is named the Dutchman. The Dutchman. By the way, we are remiss if we do not introduce probably one of the most important people of the Scare Guy Show and the Con Guy Show, Mr. Ryan Nielsen in the booth, keeping us going. Ryan. <laughs> I was forgotten. <laughs> no, <laughs> Ryan, is this video feed on the podcast right now? This or? video feed is on the pod. Oh, I'm allowed now. This no. video feed was on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. look Never at that handsome face. This is Ryan, okay. ladies. Sure. Hey, okay. <laughs> All right, <laughs> baby face. So, speaking about events that are coming up, Ben, if you can take us through some of the topics that will be happening in the next few weeks. For show, for show. Okay, looks like October 5th and 6th, we've got Monster Mania in Hunt Valley, Maryland. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have September 29th. Lost River Drive-In at the Mission Tiki Drive in Montclair, California. Special guest PJ Souls, who played Linda in the original film. Of Everyone, Halloween. Of, of Halloween, yep. yes. Everyone gets a Haddonfield newspaper, Lost River Drive-In, commemorative popcorn boxes, and you can pre-order special enamel pins, plus more surprises. Totally. And we, we had Anthony Massey on the show last week. There we go. Yeah, and it was really great. He's uh, and For those of you who, who didn't watch, this is a cool double feature drive-in of Halloween 1 and Halloween 2 out here in California and it's it's going to be completely themed to the Halloween movies and 
Um, but also a tiki vibe. It's also a tiki vibe because it's at the Mission Tiki Theater, Drive-In Theater. We are going, so we tiki. are. We invite everybody to go if you. I've never been to a drive-in. Oh, I do. No. I I I was pro I. really I, th I yeah. think I was conceived at a drive-in, but. <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Uh, <laughs> so is that why parents weren't comfortable with me taking dates to drive-ins? Right, exactly. That's yeah. what they're known for. All uh, right, what else we got? Unfortunately, I'll be on my way back from the California desert, from the Mojave on that day. But uh, uh, we also have October 31st. That's Halloween. Mm. I'll BT Dubs, quick sidebar. Have you heard this thing about parents petitioning to get Halloween changed to the last Saturday of October? Yes, I That's hate that. That's been going for a couple so of years, right? Oh, but it finally has gained a lot of steam this year. Everybody can so go. It's, so that people can participate? Yes. Here's what I think they should do instead. Forget the whole last Saturday. Just make Halloween a national holiday. It solves there you all go. the problems. Boom. <laughs> uh, October 31st through November 3rd is Spooky Empire Ooh. in Orlando, Florida. Yep. Spooky Empire. Anyway. Supposedly one of the largest horror festivals in the country. Oh, there cool. you go. Supposedly. Supposedly. Allegedly. Allegedly. Do you want me to move on to the film festivals, Yeah, we have Jim? some cool film yeah, festivals, Yeah, yeah. So September 26th through 29th, uh, Shriekfest LA at the Raleigh Studios with a kickoff party at Club Sinister in and Hollywood. I, I Ooh, Club Sin. Yeah, Club Sin. And I have to remind everybody, Carrie Lane will be doing some videos for us from Shriekfest. That's going to be great. For those of you who don't know, Club Sin is not for the faint of heart. T please explain. Oh, there's a lot of S&M and... Uh, on it's, display and yeah, it's a leather and dark. It's a kind of a leather BDSM themed ish bar, kind of the dark underground, weird German. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a lot of black leather and whips. What was it, what was the character? Was it Bill Hader's character on SNL? Oh, oh, what was that? Oh, I oh, I know what you're talking about. All right, right. Anyway, uh, but it, it is it is a trip if you go. Just just be prepared. Um, but uh, yeah, and Raleigh Studios is a great studio. Whoa! Yikes! Scared oh, Jim. Sorry, that was that was, <laughs> Luke. that was Luke over on the couch. That's Ryan. Uh, October eighth through seventeenth, Scream Fest in Hollywood at the Chinese Theater. Uh, festival passes are on sale now. And finally, October twentieth through twenty second, the Halloween Horror Picture Show in Tampa, Florida. Ooh! All right, all right. So, um. That is, that. those are, that is, learn your grammar, Jim. Those are some of the cool events that are coming up in the next few weeks as we head into Halloween. But the, we do have something that just happened this past Friday, Friday the 13th, which was also a full moon, the first full moon on Friday the 13th in 20 years. 20 years? Nobody was alive back then. That's really cool. <laughs> All right. Katie, yeah. can you explain to us what is so significant about this past Friday the 13th? So... September 13th, but particularly Friday the 13th, was the debut of Supernatural 14 that, years that's ago. That's the Halloween theme. <laughs> but that's <laughs> cool. I, like, I love it. I love it. I love so it. So it's been officially designated as Supernatural Day, mm -hmm. um, and they do a shirt every year. Uh, I'm wearing the shirt. You can't really see it, but and I, I think we think do we have a picture of it. We do have a picture of the shirt, and Ryan will get that for and, us. And um, basically, it benefits. It's 100% of the proceeds go to charity, and this year it goes to Random Acts Org, which if anybody follows Supernatural or knows Misha Collins, that's the organization he works with very often. Mm -hmm. And it's to help Hurricane Dorian survivors and just fund acts of kindness. They do a lot of random things that are just 
paying it forward and it's pretty awesome. You can actually buy the shirt on Hot Topics website website still. It they was sold to, out the so first. It was supposed to be a one day only thing. Uh, mm -hmm. In store and online, it sold out super fast. They restocked them, and they had said till yesterday. But then when I checked the website, it was still on. So it's twenty-two to twenty-four dollars. I think that's including shipping, but it's for a really good cause. So it's not really like you're not giving Hot Topic your money. So, um, but it's a really cool shirt, and the back of it is super bittersweet because it says the road to the end, and they're sitting on the Impala with their backs like to the camera. It's pretty Aww. bittersweet. And there, yeah, yeah. And, and the front of it, it says it's the Possess and Obsessed magazine cover style print. Yeah. So um, why is this year so significant, Katie? Because it's the last one. It's the last year they're heading into season yes. 15, the final year of Supernatural. Mm -hmm. What what are the... Is oh, there's 15? A, yeah. Yeah, the oh, 15. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah they so, just finished 14. bring it 14. back in like 10 years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that it, that's uh, that's pretty cool. And yeah. all and, and you did say that all um all proceeds go directly to... What's, what's the charity again? A random Axe Org. Yep, to yeah. help Hur Hurricane Dorian. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, it's cool. You can still check it out, like I said, on the Hot Topic website. I don't know for how much longer. Maybe mm -hmm. Dwell Supplies lasts. Um, it was supposed to go till yesterday, but I still saw it up there today. So. Cool, cool. Yeah. And the next topic that we will be talking about, you um, you missed last week, but you had a really good excuse. Kitty was gone last week <laughs> because she was at Halloween Horror Nights. Correct. What'd you think? I uh, really, in Hollywood, in Hollywood. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Honestly, uh, you know, this is my fifth year going, and I had never been before. Uh, my favorite by far was Us. Phenomenal maze. So I recommend if you do go to Horror Nights to definitely check out the Us maze. Um, just the scares, everything was really cool, and the um, the story was. I haven't seen the movie, but I definitely need to go back and see the movie now. But I Did still. Did you see a version of yourself chasing you with scissors? No. <laughs> and I think we got a really cool picture of you with some giant wings from that. Yeah. So they had like a photo op um, right at the front of the park by the by the Starbucks. Mm -hmm. But it was kind of smart because they actually kind of had it in a spot where like if you stop to take a picture, you're not going to be interrupting the flow of the guests going into Horror Nights. So I took that because, you know, I like a good selfie excuse. So um, that was fun. <laughs> and usually um, I did post a lot of stuff on the Scare Guys uh, oh, Instagram. Cool. Yeah. She, oh, that looks so cool. You with those wings right there. Yeah. Yeah. So it was fun. Yeah. Everybody kind of has that little thing. And it says Horror Nights on it. So you know that that's where it's from. You're and so tiny, though. It looks like the wings are coming out of your head. I know. I'm too short. <laughs> and so, just so everybody knows, we are going to do a deeper dive into Halloween yeah. Horror Nights when a few more of us are have the opportunity to Correct. experience it a little bit, and we're going to kind of you know, throw some stories around. But what was the highlight for you? Uh, I, I got to go through seven of the nine mazes, and I could have gone through the other two, but I didn't want to, so I just they weren't appealing to me. Uh, Walking Dead was closed, which was nice because it gave the people from Walking Dead the chance to experience the event, and usually they can't. Okay. So that was really cool, and it's been open for four, three years. So, so. from the from one of the write-ups I'm looking at, this year's Halloween Horror Nights brings Academy Award-winning filmmaker Jordan Peele's global blockbuster Us to terrifying life. Also, you will see mazes for Netflix's Stranger Things, mm -hmm. Ghostbusters, Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Creep Show, Holidays in Hell and AMC's The Walking Dead, plus Correct. more. 
Plus, there's a number of scare zones and different things. Correct. I've seen some pictures that people post online, particularly from the Ghostbusters Correct. one, and it looks really neat. It, I think you posted some, didn't you? Yeah. Or? So, well, I so I um, as kind of a, a courtesy for the scare actors, I don't video in the mazes. I feel like that should be experienced by each individual guest. So I don't take pictures in the mazes. I'll take them when I'm walking through the park and things like that. But I did have to snap a pic in the Ghostbusters maze because there is an amazing part in that maze, which those pictures have probably circulated because it's a really cool maze. It's mm -hmm. not a scary maze, of course. It's it's, but if you're a fan of Ghostbusters, it's the, definitely nostalgia and it's visually amazing. It's pretty awesome, but it's not a scary maze. I do have to do a shout out to my friend Jose who also went this past weekend and. Um, he is one of the the diehards. He's going to this one in Hollywood, and he's also he and his friends are flying out to Orlando to experience that one as well. They've done that for the past few years. He did have something a little bit different to say, though. Just a just made me think. He goes, "It's not as scary this year." And you know what? You hear that every year. Everybody's always complaining. But there is an article on the the. It's there's a, a website called Theme Park Insider, which is one of the main industry webs websites for theme park experiences. And it, it says this, but what drives the public displeasure toward recent editions of Halloween Horror Nights, whether that displeasure is representative of a broader consensus or not? That's where a comment from Murdy, the cre John Murdy, the creative director of Hollywood, comes in. It said, he said this, he was speaking about the evolution of Hollywood. Why am I out of breath? Hollywood Horror Nights because they just IP ran a 5K. I know. Oh. He, he was talking about the evolution of Hollywood Horror Night IP, the lineups, since Hollywood revived its event in 2006. A lot of people, you may not know, before 2006, Hollow, the Hollow, Hollywood version was done for a while. Mm -hmm. People out here just couldn't behave. And so they just put it to rest. But now it's back. During the time, during that time, the focus has shifted from the slasher-driven franchises and jump scares that once defined Hollywood Horror Nights to a broader focus that welcomes IP that many fans would not consider horror. Horror. Including Stranger Things and this year's Ghostbusters. He goes on to kind of like talk about is it becoming more welcoming towards Ghostbusters, Stranger Things, and things that are not horror? Like things are more broader, almost family IP. And is that driving the audience younger? Is it driving the. Because the audiences are larger, the crowds are yes. larger now, and it's become less of a. From some, what some people think of as a horror event, more to. A family event. I, I wouldn't say it, it's a horror. It's getting towards family friendly. Mm -hmm. Maybe more family friendly than it may be in the past. But, like, I still don't think I would bring young cousins or siblings to the event. Like, mm -hmm. I still think it's a lot. Like, and this year there's a lot of really dark mazes. So, I'm scared of the dark. I don't know many kids who aren't scared of the dark. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's just a case-to-case a -case basis. Kids can also handle more than they genuinely could when I was little too so maybe it's also with the kids too so I also wonder if you think about when did they bring Hollywood Horror Nights back you said 2006 six yes so that's 13 years ago so who was really coming 13 years ago and really into the slasher mm -hmm. horror jump scares it's the same people who are coming now 13 years later and have kids yeah yeah and they're still coming to Halloween Horror Nights, but now they have kids. And so it almost makes some sense that they would make it a little bit more geared towards families because yeah. the same fan base now has families. Correct. And to your point, Theme Park Insider said this, what was once a sharply focused event catering to a, devo to a devoted fan base of, specific, of a specific genre is now a much more crowded event that accommodates a pistache 
A Pete, pistache. A pistache of franchises loosely connected to the supernatural. I believe it's pastiche. Pastiche? Pastiche. Oh, for goodness sakes, we thought we were smart I'm tonight. never even... <laughs> That's why I was just like, pastache. <laughs> Pist- I'm not familiar with this. I must be stupid. Pistachio but- nuts. Of course, the counter-argument is, look at all those people in the queues. Well, yeah, and that's the other thing, because money talks. Yep. Like, they're like, okay, we could have 10,000 people come for a Friday the 13th thing, or or whatever it is. On a side note, they have a lot of food this year. I saw the menus. I didn't get to try any of it, but there's a lot. I was going to ask you about that. One comment. I just got to read this one comment. Let's be real. IPs like Stranger Things or Ghostbusters that generally are not considered frightening, and possibly they're even family-friendly, are used at Halloween Horror Nights mainly for merchandising opportunities. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you know what? We're th- haters are going to hate, and I realize that. Halloween Horror Nights, in my opinion, this is my unscientific opinion, is still the best, most premier Halloween event in the country. Uh, that's my opinion. I've never been. Silent. What? I've never been. We must remedy this grave injustice. Maybe. <laughs> I did try the Stranger Things 11's Waffles Sunday because they're selling it in the park during the day. Mm-hmm. Except for they didn't put my M&M's or Reese's Pieces on it. So it drastically needed chocolate, which apparently <laughs> it normally has. But that was weird. Okay. But it was good. It's A lot of people are buying it. The whole... They definitely market it on Stranger Things for sure. Like, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's money. Everybody yeah. loves Stranger... Here's the thing. Everybody <laughs> loves Stranger Things. Correct. Season 3 was dope. Yes. I, I liked it I so I loved much. Season 3. Yep. And, but, you know, that's what everybody knows, and they're all going to come. Like, yeah. if I have a family, even if I had, like, 13-year-old kids, I, I'd be like, oh, Halloween Horror Nights. I guess we'll leave the kids at home. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, but we got Stranger Things and Ghostbusters. Yeah, I could probably bring the kids. That's two more tickets. Yeah. yeah. That's why that my I'm roommate went. Them for, right? Was because of Ghostbusters and Stranger See, Things. See, but then the, the strategy is working. Yeah. You're pulling yeah. in the more people, working. you know. I will say, if you are going to go to Horror Nights in, in Hollywood, I recommend heading up Ghostbusters and Us first because the buzz is already pretty high on those. And so the longer you wait, the longer the line gets. So I always go to the furthest mazes first because everybody hits up the top mazes at the top right when they get into the entrance. And then... No one really does that big far walk until later in the night. It could vary depending on the crowds and stuff, but that's the way I hit it up. And I did not wait. No, granted, I was in a smaller amount of people, but I did not wait more than 30 minutes for anything. I heard so. that um, Ghostbusters, I, I, it may, may have been in this article or another one, is one of the prettiest yes. mazes ever at a Universal Park as far as um, Halloween Horror Nights. Would you say that? One of the most impressive endings. Don't ruin the ending. Yeah, I won't ruin the ending. There, there was some pretty, pretty beautiful stuff this year, though. Yeah, for sure. The set, some of the set deck was awesome. So that's yeah. pretty cool. I just yeah. want to go for the Hugh Jackman Van Helsing maze. Ooh, is, does that exist? No. Okay. No. All right. And <laughs> last question the, yes. before we move on: Did you miss ter- the the not Terror Tram? Okay, because Terror Tram is not there this year, and you didn't even miss it. I am not a fan of Terror Tram, so oh, wow. I was actually did not miss it. Well, now I'm not going. Like I, controversial I want, I want that psycho statement. House. I, I love seeing the Psycho House. Well, yes, and you still there's still like VIP stuff that you can do that I, you see some other stuff and you get to experience some other things. So if you do want more different experience, you can also do the uh, RIP pass as mm-hmm. well. So you, you know, there's still some little things there. <laughs> they so. kill you. And by the way, silly. there was a pretty cool red carpet event the night that you yeah. went, wasn't there? Who, yeah. Who was there? Do you know? Uh, 
Greg Nicotero, Eli Roth mm-hmm. did a panel like for that the fan event. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so oh, they were there. Oh, that was Friday, yeah. Yeah, uh, Jordan Peele was there. I mean, there's always a ton of people there. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year it was mixed in with the fan event. So I, I, I think Rob's, yeah. did they, is House of a Thousand Corpses also one of the houses there? Yes. Okay, I saw correct. Rob Zombie on the red carpet as yes, well. Yes, correct. So there was this prep. It was a pretty big star study. Yeah, and this event. year they just had to move it. So usually it's on the other side, but because the Globe Theater is no longer there, mm-hmm. there's no longer that area for them to do the red carpet. So it was just a lot more easy for fans to see it this year because it was in front of the uh, movie theater. Okay. So I think that's why it was easier for everybody to see it this very year. Very cool, very Correct. cool. So, uh, yeah. we, we have a question from a viewer. Star Drew was wondering if there's they've done anything with Tales, for the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt, yeah. I don't think it's, there's I, a... I don't, I don't wait, wait, no, no, there, there is a Tales from the Crypt this year. Wait, wait. It's I, not It's not here, but I don't know. Am I wrong as I usually am? As far in, like, <laughs> this year specifically, or do they mean ever? Wait, wait, let me see. Am I wrong as I usually am? Because I mean, My I guess don't... is ever, if they have done Yeah, anything. like, I'm, I don't, like I, I don't said, recall ever seeing anything with that yet. Yeah, I've, like, I've only been there the last five that, years, That would so. be an interesting one and could be scary. Yeah. I'm sure. Oh, I'm thinking Creep Show, not Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. There yeah. is a Creep oh, Show yeah, maze, yeah, yeah. right? Yes, correct. There's Complete. I, oh wow, that's old yes, school. Yes, I am wrong as usual. And is it the old school? It's not the, or is it the new it's one? It's technically, from what I've heard, I did not go through it, but I've heard it's a combination of that old and the and series now. that's okay. coming out. All right, so oh, we will have a lot more information coming out. Also, there is a cool. You can get a a September pass yes. where you can go like multiple times, like 10 different times in September, and it's not that expensive. Of course, it's on September Thursdays and Sundays, I think is what it is, mm-hmm. which are the down days. That's when you want to go anyways, because that's when the lines are shorter. Yes. I think that we might be trying to hit it either Sunday or Thursday this next week. We'll, we'll, we'll see what's going to happen. All right. Cool. We are going to move into our Monster Palooza time, and it's time to talk about not Monster Palooza, but Son of Monster Palooza. Monster Palooza is the convention which happens in the spring. The next Monster Palooza happens in May, but we are talking about Son of Monster Palooza. And um, we have a cool, yeah, if you want to run that video right there, Ryan, while we talk about it. So, Cheeseman, give me your, your feelings about Monster Palooza as uh, the video runs here. And I'll try to jump in a little bit. There's, you know. So, can I turn? Well, actually, I, I'll go ahead and talk through okay. this right here. Um, what you're seeing right now is some of the Terminator panel, which is probably the marquee panel of the event. And we're going to show some video clips after this that uh, from some of the four people actors and two special effects people in there oh it was fantastic it was so much fun we yeah. were right in the front row <laughs> there's cheeseman as you can tell as they're breaking down but they also had a cool museum of all kinds of monsters from um, all over fandom and then there's tons of makeup artists uh, Monster Palooza cosplay. Yeah, but Monster Palooza is known for its really intense makeup and there's cheeseman getting something signed by Robert Patrick himself. I'm sorry, I did not remember his name. <laughs> There's a lot of people that were involved with the Terminator panel. We'll go over that in just a second. Creepy Clown also. Oh, the Titans of Terror, I guess you could call them again. This girl right there is bending backwards as Reagan from wow. The Exorcist. What a great photo that was. They had some Lots of the masks. best masks, yeah. And, um, oh, I love this right here. Oh, Halloween 3. Halloween 3 and, and Laurie Strode as well. Nice. So that's just a really quick... Uh, vi- a pictorial rundown of Halloween, but Cheeseman, what, what was your general impression of uh, of Halloween, of uh, Monster Palooza, Son of Monster Palooza this year? I had a lot of fun. I mean, immediately, as you can see right here, I'm a big Terminator 2 fan. So as soon as I saw that, I'm just like, 
I know. Because it's definitely one of my top kind of things I'm into. And I was just very excited, and especially that, like, Edward Furlong was going to be there, Robert Patrick. And then I just so happened to, uh, I bought this at a, one of the conventions back a while ago. And then I just happened to have this sitting in my room. And I'm like, how do I make this even cooler? Get it signed by Robert Patrick himself. There you go. So he was definitely an awesome, just like fun type person to meet. Like he, he had it signed by somebody else too. Panel. Yeah, and I also got it signed by the person that kind of designed and did some of the the special. The design works on the original yeah. on T one thousand. Got got him to sign it just by being kind of at the panel. So I just kind of went up to him after and got it signed. But it was pretty. And cool. what else did you get? Brand? What else did you pick up at the convention? So I showed these earlier. They're just little like 3D things. These were actually only five bucks. I was surprised they were so cheap. So oh, nice. I was just like, oh, cool. A Those are cool. 3D thing. Like five bucks. Why not? Yeah, so. you can put your drink specials on the back too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, now, am I gonna need to do some research and do a Terminator movie flow chart like I did for the Halloween movies? No. You just may now, because yeah, as you'll see in one of the clips, we'll, we'll no, he will not need to because of one of our clips explains oh, no. that. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I got this nice little Jaws sticker with the with the creature of the the Black Lagoon. Oh, that's cool. So it's kind of like that's cute. You, as you can see, we got both yeah. little fandoms in there, and then these aren't necessarily scare guy type stuff. But I got these, you know, goes kind of with the con guy stuff. Got a rocket tiki mug. This is for our friend Brad to use when he's over, because you know he reminds us as of Rocket. This really cool Batman one. Which actually has, you know, like the bat horns on it. Mm -hmm. And then um, we got this nice Star Wars one. But I know. There's always lots of good stuff. You can pay cash or you can use card, but All lot, right. lots of stuff there on the floor to see. So, speaking about the Terminator panel, since that is the, the marquee event that we want to talk about, let's if we can show video number two. It's all about Edward Furlong here. This is Edward Furlong who played John Connor. The question in is, how did you get Oh yeah, go ahead. In Sorry judgment, no worries. In judgment day, go ahead. This is Edward right here. Involved in this classic movie, dude. Um, it's a crazy sort of golden ticket, you know, lottery situation. How did he get involved um, with the film? This never happens, but uh, basically, I was just hanging out at a boys' club in Pasadena, and um, Mally Finn, casting director of the movie, shout out Mally Finn, she's awesome. Oh, Mally Finn. Um, <laughs> She um, came up to me, and I, you know, I'm like, kind of like, you know, because this is like a kid's place, you know what I mean? And I see this kind of older lady just smiling at me all the time. Like, what the f on? And then she came up, and she's like, "Would you like a trial for a movie?" And um, I, you know, it's it's weird, man. You know, it's like, you know, the, the things we manifest. Uh, it's, you know, like, uh, you know, I. I think I always wanted to do something like that, so it just kind of, kind of came down from the heavens, you know. And um, I went in, I auditioned, and um, I got the role, man. So yeah. <laughs> now, now look. Uh, a lot of people have been wondering what has happened to Edward Furlong because he, you know, got in a little bit of trouble and kind of dropped out of acting. What, what was your impressions of Edward Furlong that today? He he seemed to be doing good. I mean, yeah. A lot of people you've seen on social media, like he's kind of cut some weight down and he's kind of getting more because he got scene. way he's heavy real friendly yeah. with the fans and everything like some of the people had like separate like pay 60 dollars for a picture pay mm -hmm. 60 dollars for a signature but he did kind of be on a combo thing so like a 60 dollar combination you could get a photo with them and uh 
something sign. So <laughs> he seemed to be doing good. And for Anyways, no the thing was yeah. cool about Edward Furlong is like we walked out and he hung out outside talking to people, listening to their music, just hanging out with people. Yeah. He was a really cool dude. I really liked yeah, him. Yeah, and I actually went up and talked to him because I talked about like what if we could get him on the show. And we could invite him on. Because I was a big fan of American History X and in high school I made a film called American English X as a parody thing that my teacher loved and showed all these different classes and actually told him about that. And it's like, nice. Yeah, yeah. All right, our next, our next video clip. Um, do you guys know uh, in Aliens 2, the really tough Marine? Yeah. The girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what was her name? Uh, anyways. I know who you're talking Jeanette about. Jeanette Goldstein, she played that part, but she also played the part of the mom in Judgment Day, and I never really put the two together. Anyways, here's her talking about that part. Harmon, because I, we wanted to talk about, he wanted to tell me how he was going to um, create the T-1000. How she was going to play the T-1000 part of it. The idea of a praying mantis, that you talked about your ears, how they, the top stick out. Do you remember that? And how you like that feeling like that he sees with the tops of his ears, and when you see the eyes, it's really the ears that are seeing. And if you notice the sort of, the way, if you, I don't know, if you're just thinking that when you watch it, you just sort of notice that it's really, the ears that are seeing and, not, and the eyes are dead. So it's, it's, an, it was an interesting thing. So that was what I used, like, the idea of the dead eyes and seeing with the tops of the ears. So, yeah. so Robert Patrick invited you to his apartment yeah. and told you to see it through the tips of your ears. <laughs> That's pretty much the way I start all my days. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Patrick was so funny. By the way, yeah. Brad wants me to say he was just joking. I don't have to read everything he said. He was just trying to be funny. Edward Furlong actually was really cool. So, and I think he's looking great. And after that clip, yeah, make sure you rewatch the movie and just think of the T1000's ears or the eyes. He had and look at yeah, our cover it's image. True. Like he, I never noticed it before. Yeah. But he looks down when he's looking, and he's he always like imagined he, his eyes were right here. He was a praying mantis trying to get his prey. You know, that's really that's an interesting thing because he does move his head kind of like that, and that was always like a creepy, unsettling thing that made him seem not human in the film, which really added to the character. Yeah. So yeah, and there's a lot of movement stuff with his whole body that him and James. Camera, like he talked about how they worked a lot on just developing that character. Like when he'd get hit, he just kind of let his body go, just go back, and then it'll just kind of like snap in. And then also, well, look at this picture right now. Keep, keep talking. Look, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like here's the picture of him leaning down yeah. with his ears. That looks. He got really good at not blinking, and even during. Oh the yeah, that's right. I didn't realize that I, that James yeah. Cameron kept saying, "Don't blink." He trained himself. I knew that. I've known that for a while. That he trained himself not to blink uh, when he was firing weapons or when he was. Or uh, to hold his breath when he was running. Because oh, yeah. when he's doing that famous run, you know, mm -hmm. and he's not like heaving with breath like right. you would when you're when you're sprinting. Mm -hmm. he, uh, he trained himself not to take big breaths while he was running. Yeah. This next and speaking go ahead, go speaking ahead. of Robert Patrick, yeah, go ahead. he was not originally cast to be the T one thousand. I didn't and know our this next clip at all. Was a very interesting thing to find out, and I think a lot of the audience didn't know this either. So. It was actually Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Just kidding. Michael J. Fox, yeah. <laughs> One of the great villains in the history of film, and the, the only man who could possibly step up to the T 800, uh, Robert Patrick. How did you get this? Uh, well, Matt. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you about that. 
When I met Stan Winston, the first thing Stan Winston, Matt's father, said to me was, Robert, mother <laughs> And he was, he was saying that basically because Billy Idol was set to play the T-1000. Oh my God. Never knew that. Yeah. Let me tell you this story. Billy Idol was set to play the T-1000. And he was riding along on a motorcycle. A damn fine machine, a Harley Davidson. And he wrecked that motorcycle and he f***ed up his leg. And all of a sudden Stan said, oh shit. They had to find somebody new, which opened up and created the opportunity for me to fill that vacuum and play that part. And so I owe it all to Billy Idol. Thank you, Billy Idol. And Harley Davidson. Wow. It's uh, interesting yeah. to note, he also, Robert Patrick owns a Harley Davidson store. So oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, he was big and even there. He was kind of like promoting it and having people take pictures huh. by the Harley. And then even nice. had somebody dressed up like Linda Hamilton. So it was never just usually him in the picture. He had her in there and the Harley, like in every. Oh, Speaking of which, he did. why did we tease this episode with Does the T1000 Terminator watch porn? Well, when I got to meet him to get this nice signing. Uh, he just like random moves talking. He's like, yeah, there was like a porn star here yesterday. I'm like, oh, who? Like Ron Jeremy? He's like, yes. He's like, do you watch porn? <laughs> like, uh, uh, what are you supposed like, to say? Fumbling words. And what, what did he say? He goes, yeah, probably not very much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now Luke was like, yes, I do, but only exclusively Ron Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I just wanted to use the joke. The Terminator is now the Sperminator. So. Gross. Can I say that? Can I say that? I know we're gonna ruin the show. No, but you talked with uh, with Robert Packer for a little bit there. What'd you think? Yeah, I I thought he was hilarious and stuff. He just was like a clown, kind of like the whole time, just having a lot of fun with people. Like he even walked by, he's like, "Did I sign that yet? Okay, yeah, I did sign." (laughs) He went and found him. Yeah, just kind of like wander around, and then when he came out on stage, he kind of sprinted around the whole room, was giving people high fives and everything so he can still do his little his little run thing that's fine <laughs> and um he was on the x-files for a while wasn't yes he? Yeah. doggett he was yes. agent doggett that was my favorite role that he's done i mean i love this movie but agent doggett i love when he did that he was also all into the rams game he just he had to keep on stopping the line for other guys wait i gotta get the game on yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was a dope <laughs> yeah that was a dope game too go rams <laughs> yes and as we end our our terminator talk I, it was so cool that we were me and luke were sitting there right in the the front row and while they were doing the panel, there's these two people sitting next to them. So they kept on chattering, and I just leaned over and looked. I said, gosh, I wish these people would shut up. They're just talking too much. Well, at the end of the panel, this guy stands up. It happens to be Bill Corso, who is the makeup director for the new Terminator movie oh, wow. coming out. out of the makeup stuff. And, and what happened? So then, like, the, the guy, like, leading the panel was just like, hey, I wish like, you could announce something about the film. By the way, the guy leading the panel was Stan Winston's son. Yep. Stan mm-hmm. Winston, the famous uh, shop that did the original Terminator. Yeah, so he wanted to know if he could come up and say something. So we got their little clip. So this there. is what he did. Yeah, right here. Plug in the film. Final clip of the night. I'll stand by for one second, y'all. I oh, no worries, no worries. accidentally literally just deleted it. Okay, oh, no there we go, there we go. Now okay. we're up. Uh, <laughs> Miller, who I'd done Deadpool with, and Tim said, I'm going to do a, a new Terminator movie. I, I was like, why? <laughs> it's been done so well. There's, you can't possibly make anything better than that. What, and, and why? I, and I, I could never improve upon Sam Winston what they've done, because we had done Deadpool. And he says, I'll, I'll give you three reasons to do it. 
One, your family, and you have to do it because I'm doing it. <laughs> Two, uh, Linda Hamilton's back as Sarah Connor. And three, James Cameron is involved in writing and making sure that this movie is going to be amazing. And he said, and it's the real T3. All right. There you go. Okay. Answers your questions. Right after T2. So I highly suggest everybody in this room run to the theater. You will not be disappointed. Well, I still do a flow chart now, okay. though, because this will be the direct sequel to T2. But then there's also the other T3, but then there's T3, then there's Terminator Salvation, and then there's Terminator Genesis. Is it really? But are, is those, it really? <laughs> but are those continuations of each other, or are they continuations of T2? I have to Wikipedia this. There's a miniseries? Oh, there's the miniseries? Yeah. Of, or the, the series. No, it was the TV, the Sarah Connor Chronicles yes. Yes. with uh, Summer Glau. Mm-hmm. Is it hot in here or is it just summer? <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> and who's but, the, but I think the biggest kind of announcement from this is they were saying it starts at the end of Terminator Two, so there's some sort of throwback to the beginning. Oh, they said that. That I'm pretty sure that's kind of what I heard there. That yeah, said it starts right yeah. kind of at the oh. end after kind of the events of Terminator Two, which is kind of what they were thinking of doing with the new Halloween movie. But then they ended up not doing that scene, which I think would have been cool to kind of show a little bit of the the end or what kind of happened that night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that is all the Terminator talk we have tonight, and I think that's Terminator kind of, talk. That, we could have a new show. We are terminating this talk yeah. for the evening. This uh, Son of Monster Palooza was a fantastic convention. It was a small convention, but some of these pa- I was very disappointed. I was not able to attend the 40th anniversary of Phantasm, a movie which we will soon talk about on the show because it's one of those underground cult classics that that is just so scary. It's it's uh, it's a uh, one of the I was a little kid seeing the book, but let's not talk about it now because I didn't, didn't see the panel. Anyways, Cheeseman, your overall impression of the panel and this weekend. Thumbs up? I loved it, and I talked to all the main actors, and I'm trying to see if I could maybe get one of them to come on the show or do something, so oh, we'll Actually, see. Yeah. yeah. There were a couple of actors we talked to. One of them specifically wants to come on the show, so we hope to Woo-hoo. have him on. That's going to be and a lot of fun. One of Rob Zombie's people, too, so nice. I was talking to him about it. I know. Thanks. That'd be awesome. It yeah. was really cool. Anyways, this was a great weekend. Thank you guys for paying attention. I always paying attention like I'm a school teacher. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for Like us, attention. follow us, and please come back next week. We have another show, we'll, and this weekend is Batman Day. Where's everybody located online? Hi, everyone. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at KT underscore Christine, or at Batman Day, mm-hmm. or if you happen to be at Rated R Speakeasy this weekend. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm Ben Cleaver at B-E-N-K-L-I-E-W-E-R. I'm mostly active on Twitter and Instagram, and I need to be more active, so please Oh, the music just went away for a second. <laughs> I need to be more active, so please engage with me. I love online engagement, and uh, it helps me to get more active, too. And if you're going to be out in the wastes next week at Wasteland Weekend 2019, come up and say hi to the Dutchman. Nice. I'll be at Camp Eat the Rich, number 83. And I'm Cheeseman on the Couch. You can find me on Twitter at Cheese on Couch or on the Scared Eye thescareguy.com or theconguy.com if you like that show as well and make sure you look for us there as well and if you do like that show next week we are coming back with The Con Guy when our very special guest will be Amanda Yellen from LA Comic Con we are looking forward to talking all about LA Comic Con next week we will see you guys then bye bye our founder Kevin Undergaro and me Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you-